Welcome to Between Sundays. I'm Tyler. Just as I have been sent to this world to pod, now I send you to be pod bringers. Barry's here to tell us why technology isn't icky. But before we get into last weekend's sermon, now that they're finished watching a hundred thousand years of YouTube today, let's welcome in our favorite cyborgs, Marin and Barry. Good day, guys. <laughs> hey Good day. Well written. Yeah, that's well, nice. Thanks, guys. Well I'm glad cyborgs made it in there. How, How it not? are you guys doing? Good. I am. I am just running from one thing to the next today. Yeah, uh, literally I feel in some the same cases. Way. Yeah, yeah. You guys are tired. Well, we, yeah. Just like everything's crazy. We had a Should another start, one of our stop and start over. No, no, so we we're can, good. Okay, good. We're good. I'm ready. You were running everywhere today. Literally running because yeah, we had I saw our, him our sprinting across staff. the lobby about an hour ago. <laughs> we had our staff hero surprise. Our next one, uh, and I was running late, and I'm the one like <laughs> pulling this thing <laughs> off, or I'm like hosting it. So I was sprinting to get there before the person who was going to be surprised. So. Anyway, that was that's why I was literally running, but I'm good. I'm Explain really good. what the uh, staff hero thing is for anybody who may not. Yeah, uh, uh, no. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. These are on social media now, Grace's YouTube channel as well. But uh, now, about once a month or so, we are honoring someone on staff who has been nominated by others on staff as someone who kind of exemplifies the characteristics of who we love or what we want to see happen. On yeah. our staff, you know, like people who are really, really humble and compassionate and hardworking, yep. all that good stuff. And so we've done three of them now where we've surprised people with something that is ridiculous and tailor made to them and what they're into and stuff like that. And yeah. And then we record a video and, and post it. It's pretty fun. Uh, so, so, all right, so you record the videos for the staff hero things. Yeah. They're on our YouTube channel. Yes. What happens when it's your turn? It never be will be. Hero. It never will be. Oh, for, it shall. What if we all voted for you? No, please don't. Because <laughs> the, the yeah, idea, that's the problem with this thing. It started like people are starting to juke the stats a little bit. They are. It, it's funny. Like, I could tell build some campaigns. Some people and, had like seriously? a conversation. Yeah, because yeah, I was. I'm just like going along, and all of a sudden it's like Bing, 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 Bing. Like all these yeah. staff hero nominations for the same person came in, wow. and I was like, all right. Either the Holy Spirit just blew across this. The culprit's always the same, and it always starts with one Marcus Castile. <laughs> That's where he's it an always, instigator. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, it's a lot of fun. We're having a good time with that. So, um, but I'm in a good mood. We had a, our housewarming party the other day. Yeah. You guys came, our farmhouse farm warming, warming. Farm, farm, farm warming. warming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the big shock and surprise came that uh, one of our guests showed up with a mini coop and six chickens for us to have mini so, chicken coop gird your loins the chickens when I, when are I not mini words, mini coop you I think, think mini cooper car. yes yeah yeah, yeah no. it was a full-blown chicken coop yeah yes. in the back of his truck and it's so i told we, him it looked like an apartment building yeah, it, <laughs> yeah chicken yeah. apartment so all chicken that to flat. say we just took a major step forward in our farm life and now okay so what like what are we gonna do now are what the are we gonna like, do? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I'm gonna get up every morning at like 6 a.m. to go, yeah. like, make We're sure they're the out and about. This is the dream, Aaron. We're living the dream. I, yeah, we have. We, we are living the dream. We yeah. are bestowed with gifts today. That's right. Yeah. I brought you that guys beautiful. eggs. Now I shared some of the eggs that he shared with us. These like these have only laid like five already. They're so really. They're, they've already laid beautiful. eggs. Five eggs. Yeah. Oh my are they, are goodness. Are they colorful like the ones you gave yeah, me? Yeah, some of them are. Oh yeah. my goodness. I had, I, some for breakfast, they're incredible. Drain them and like hollow them out and oh. use them for Easter because they're just well, Jeff, so Martha Jeff, Stewart the guy who who uh, gave us the chickens, would be so delighted that you did that because he takes such pride in the, how beautiful, beautiful they are. Beautiful. Yeah. How do you get beautiful eggs? 
beautiful, you, beautiful. Chickens. It's like different breeds. Really? There's a there's a breed of chicken that's called the Easter Eggers that lay like Easter egg looking. Oh. I don't know. So, so you have to, how many? How many? How many are we talking here? Six chickens. Six chickens. <laughs> and he, he gave us one. They're very different looking. They're all gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And they're like a artisan. Yeah. Chickens. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very unexpected. Are they Not inside? We, they're well. They're living. We've built uh, their coop inside the big barn. Yeah. With a hole that goes to the outside where they have a little protected run. Are they going to the have grass. babies? Like, are no. there going to be future chick baby chicks? No, because we're not going to keep a rooster with them or if there is a rooster with them we'll i don't know what we're going to do about that <laughs> oh my goodness we're so we'll figuring it out. again we go this what this was a gift and a little bit of a surprise so we're yeah, kind of yeah. playing some remedial yeah, right. catch up here on how to how to care for these birds are they named yet no we, Ooh, we Liv and i are going to take that very seriously oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. the other day uh actually well yesterday this is all very new we we were going out and checking on them in the morning we both had the day off Kind of, but now we had to figure out chickens. Uh, and so Liv was like, well, let's let one of them out to kind of run around and free range a little bit. And I was like, I don't know if that's a great idea. <laughs> Can they come back? Well, like, do you have to put a leash on them? How about this? Like <laughs> 35, 40 minutes later, we are finally capturing this chicken. <laughs> oh, you did back. let it out. Oh, yeah, she did. And <laughs> this, this hen just went sprinting out of the, out of the barn. Like she was gone. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So we had to like, how'd you do that? Well, we, how do we get her back? We just like, I was like crawling through like the woods, like trying to around the barn. And she finally got back into the barn. We closed a couple of the doors and then we sort of herded her into a corner onto a top of a wood pile. And Liv grabbed her. She finally gave up. So she has to have a very special name. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, we're going to name her something that has to run away. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Anyway. Wow. Yep. Wow. So, so the party new. was a blast. Thanks. I barely spent any time at the party since I was out trying to figure out yeah. what to do with the chickens. Really? No, I was there. It was you, fun. You had your 12 rabbits on full display. That means oh, we yeah. are now caring for 18 creatures at, yeah. the, at our household. At the farm, which that's, only makes sense. Yep. That's the dream, man. Yeah, it was um, fun. They, people were hanging out with the baby rabbits. Marin was there. I was there. Dad yeah. was there. Within three minutes, got bit by a rabbit. <laughs> I feel I feel terrible about that, but I also feel like we probably need to put up a sign that's like, just don't, don't, touch just don't mess with Humphrey. Well, like he, he's, all right, explain the story, Marin. Were you messing with him? Okay, so I think I know what to do from past parties yeah. at your house. I sat very still. Yeah. And I just was hanging out. And, and I he was came up to you. Sniff around, yeah. right? And get acclimated. And I thought maybe, just maybe, yeah. he'd remember me yeah. from past visits. I help you guys move into this farmhouse. Oh, yeah, he knows so you. Maybe he knows me. Yeah, he maybe. does. <laughs> so I put my hand down mm. and he sniffed it. Mm-hmm. And I left it very still. And then he kind of like. Don't touch me. <laughs> that's what he was trying to say. But he didn't flop out, but he laid down yeah. next to my hand. And Which I'm like, is oh, like, oh, pet me, please. What a great sign. So yeah. I started to just pet him in one direction. Yep, yep. Just started to pet his little ears and like a whip crack, he just whipped his little neck around. <laughs> he and is he chomped my my vein, man. And my wrist. <laughs> he chomped your vein. <laughs> Humphrey is a total jerk. He is a softy with with his mom, with Olivia, but with anyone else, it is just a complete roll of the dice whether you're going to get. Roll of dice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then within ten seconds, he's over sharpening his teeth on, yeah, the, on he's the, metal, the metal fence. He's the rabbit version of Russian roulette. Like you don't know if you're going to get a, a oh loaded chamber. Yeah. He, he bites funny. me all the time too if I'm not perfectly doing exactly the bite what he wants. Mark itself is hilarious. Oh man, these little buck teeth and they're kind of crooked and yeah. pointed inward, and it just yeah. is the funniest little V-shaped bite mark. On behalf yeah. of my son. <laughs> I oh apologize. <laughs> We're going to have words, I promise. <laughs> oh, Marin, what's new with you? What's going on? Uh, 
what's new with me? I had my last chiropractor's appointment yesterday. Wow. Complete with Do you feel x-ray. new? I feel like things are moving in the right direction. What's the x-ray say? 50% improvement. Wow. So you got to go back Been working more. hard. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> but he probably wants you to, right? Of course. Of yeah, course. So, we, we've got to work all But you feel fine. I, I'm feeling much better than I had before. Okay. That's great. Yeah. I feel like I have a plan of action. What is it? A route. Stretches. Does take. it give you stretches to do, do at home? Like all the things that like a physical therapist would tell you to do. And as long yeah. as you keep doing them, mm-hmm. you will kind of keep from falling back into your old painful yeah. is it a lot ways like i had one little knee issue i went to a knee guy and he's like yeah here you do these things i added it up and it's like it is a lot three hours of stretches and he mm-hmm. says just do this like twice a day and i'm like I- i'm feeling aggressive <laughs> what does that have to do with anything <laughs> it's a lot of work yeah <laughs> if people don't know what episode that came from and who that is referencing i'm sorry new listeners oh my goodness gracious yeah no it is a lot of work it is a lot of work but it's worth it it's worth it it's just Finding a rhythm and making it a priority because everything else threatens to just right. be the priority. Can you like do other things while stretching or is it just, does it require focus? It requires some focus. Ah. So just like kind of ending your days that way or starting your days that mm-hmm. way. Just kind of before anything else has a chance to get in the way and mess it up. Maybe yeah. you need to just like incorporate some prayers or something. Make it somehow some yeah. like, a, like a spiritual Real experience. Spiritual. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Stretch <laughs> me, Lord. Yes, God. There we go. <laughs> uh, so we how was your Halloweens <laughs> did we blasted that, did right by happen? Halloween yeah it sure did I had a rehearsal and that oh, was fun. so it was like a non-event no it was I mean non- we made it fun well I, we're sitting in a room with Christmas decorations now so oh, man Christmas decorations and farm eggs I brought candy <laughs> to each of my band members and production members because yeah. it was like so not a Barry did you have any visitors no, no nobody visitors. Not, a, not a soul it was also like a rainy drizzly cold nasty day it was day. nasty all right. Wow. How about you? Uh, we we let Milo dress up at home and pass out candy. Like he did. He, yeah. We weren't gonna. No, we're not taking him out in the rain. He will never remember. So. <laughs> and by the way, he had been to like trunk or treats yeah. and all yeah. the yeah. things. So we have plenty of candy. So we were gonna hand out candy. So he dressed up like Spider Man and started doing that. And then his uh, Lauren's siblings, who are little, came over. Trick or treating. Milo gave them candy. They hung out for a while, so that's kind of what we did. But that's fun. Yeah. In our neighborhood, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it's like parents drive their kids door to door. I did that. You did in Chicago. <laughs> I totally did that. They don't. Just, they just don't want to walk instead. They don't want to walk. Totally. I mean, I'm sure the rain had something to do with it, but I'm driving my kids door to door and then run out, get candy, run back in. Parents pull up. these days. Yeah. Come on, Marin. So I would walk like our block or whatever. But then if my, it was always my daughter. I told you guys last week, my son and my husband, one block, two blocks, they're done for the night. But Desi yeah. will just go and go and go until doors slam in her face. So we would walk our block. Got to work for it. But then she wanted to go to like other neighborhoods and I could just park on the corner and I could let her go up the block one way, down the block the other way and meet me back at the car. Well, that's not what was happening. <laughs> the car was going and stopping in front of our house child would run out of the car get candy from us run back to the car car would pull up another house kid run out <laughs> like that doesn't make any yeah, sense because the like the houses aren't that far apart no, people are crazy that's not very efficient people desi, are crazy desi would sprint from house to house, <laughs> yeah. to, house to gather as much candy as yeah. possible yeah um guys yeah there is a new hot spot in town <laughs> 
I know where you're going I can't, with this. Uh, I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> is it this like the dragon's... Barry, I'm not going to let you spoil it. Oh, sorry. Please. <laughs> Go ahead. What is it? Uh, between Thursday of last week and Sunday... What is that? Four days? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, yeah. I spent. I went four times in four days <laughs> to this place called Donuts and Dragons. There it is. It is amazing. Anything you would ever want. All right. Here's what they do. They've got a board game library. They have tables galore all over. Plush seating. You're not sitting in a... You're not sitting in a... <laughs> a wooden I, I, rack. Like, like yeah. uh, picnic tables. You know, you, you're sitting in nice chairs Tables everywhere, donuts, gourmet. What do they call them? Uh, like the gourmet. I think they call craft. Them. Oh, craft donuts. They Arti- do not artisan. Call them craft donuts. They do artisan. Oh, Each word. one handcrafted. Yeah, crafted. Oh my goodness. Um, craft donuts. Uh, one of them we talked about Harry Potter last week. One of them is called Butterbeer. All right. Um, and board games. Is that a character in Coffee. Harry Potter? No, it's what it's, it's a flavor. like their drink. Okay. That's a drink. Yeah. Um, and so what you do is you go in there, you can bring a game or you can rent a game, a dollar per person, and play until your heart's content. Drink coffee, have donuts. Um, I went four times in four days. Yeah, Who did you it, go with? Because a dollar per person, you're not just like sitting there playing solitaire all day. Well, <laughs> I would do that, but you would uh, not do that. One time I went and I did not play any games. I just had like a meeting. I, I asked somebody to meet me you there. You had a meeting there? Yeah, without playing any games. I was My just like, God, look at this play. Word. Uh, <laughs> one time I did play a game by myself. I was just so excited to be there. Nobody yeah. else wanted to go. And so I said, well, I'm just going to go sit there and play a game by myself. Like, like there's strangers there and you can just play games with strangers yeah yeah imagine that <laughs> <laughs> you can do that uh and then other times i brought my wife and son came and they played operation that's cool yeah they have, so like they have all, all kinds, kinds of games. games not just the ones that take like five hours no all kinds to learn all kinds of games <laughs> all kinds sounds um, like your kind of play style it it is close to my house like I'm going to spend so much money there. It's going to be unbelievable. Uh, but it is in Clearwater. So I don't know. I mean, what's close to there? It's, uh, I don't know. What's close. What's, what's over in Clearwater? Like where the Chili's was? <laughs> no idea. So is no, it, like, is uh, it like in an old abandoned Chili's building or something? It's, uh, it's where Mongolian barbecue used to be. You used to have a Mongolian barbecue yeah. here? Wow. Yeah. I love that stuff. Memories. Um, yeah, so it's in Clearwater. It's on 86th Street, kind of between Keystone and Allisonville. But it is excellent. I highly recommend it. <laughs> I can't wait to go back. Can't wait to go back. I'm actually thinking about getting a part-time Stop job there it. like on Saturday nights just oh so I can goodness. spend more, more time, time there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Donuts and Dragons. A Rise and Roll is coming to Fishers. Yeah, I saw That's that too. Big, big Ooh. news and donuts. What is that? Is that Mennonite? I think it's Amish Donuts, I yeah. want to say. I know that they're oh, up by my, my sister up in like Napanee. That's where Nap- I'm from. That's where you're from, Napanee? Yeah. Yeah, that's where we go to get the yeah. best donuts. I was born and raised there. I don't need games with my donuts, but I do want my donuts to be the Nobody best. needs games <laughs> with donuts. That is the you donut. Need, I just need high quality donuts. You just need craft, craft donuts. Craft yeah. donuts. They don't mess with those mass-produced donuts. Man. 
Like I can't. I'm trying to it's imagine. It's all good. Everything's good right now. <laughs> if there was a place like that that was so perfectly attuned to like me or Marin, what would it be? What would it be? I think for what me it? it'd be like a it'd be like a permaculture video game world travel spot or something <laughs> with like oh, no. vegetarian options or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'd swap out the games with like all my favorite music. Oh yeah, yours is just a record store. Yeah. Yeah, yours is just a music Donuts store and records. <laughs> Donuts, yeah. discs, and donuts. Discs and donuts. Yeah, hey, business opportunity. I know. Thinking, I need a side hustle. <laughs> Man, it is great. I could talk. I could have a whole podcast about <laughs> that place. Ah, oh, but we're not here to talk about dragons or donuts. We're here to talk about technology. Started a new sermon series, The Good Life Technology, and Barry gave a great sermon to kick us off. So, Barry, why don't you uh, give us the rundown? Give us the big idea of anybody for anybody who may have missed it. Sure. Or have not had the opportunity to hear it yet. Sure. So, yeah, we're starting this new series and uh, a lot of the sermon was really just setting up this kind of the major sort of thrust for the for the whole series is the idea that we are not, if we are Christ followers, we are not going to um, spread the light of Jesus by withdrawing from technology. We have to move into it and be like world changers. We have to bring the light where we go. And uh, it's all based on John 17 is where I was, um, what I was coming out of. And it was basically the idea that um, Jesus is saying, you are not of the world. Like you don't belong to the world. You, the world doesn't recognize you. If you're mm. a follower of me, you, you know, you don't belong here. But he also says, just as God sent him into the world, he is sending us. So we are sent into the world, yeah. even though the world is a place of darkness it's a place that we are bringing the light. And so I, I kind of took that and said, all right, so with technology, we may think that the best thing would be for us to all just like walk away, become Amish, like leave it because there's so much darkness. But I was challenging us. No, let's think differently. Let's actually move into this, into the technology. And the only way that we can do that is if we, first of all, know that we are not participating in or spreading the darkness ourselves, And that's what mm. the rest of the series is going to be about. Um, but we also have to have to look for ways and, think about why we're using the technology we're using. And if there are ways we can, we can use our technology for purposes beyond just our own entertainment, but ways yeah. that we can actually move into it to transform and to heal. So that was yeah. basically, uh, we're, we're going to have five principles for, um, how to have a healthy life in a world filled with technology as Christ followers. And the, the first principle is you are on a mission. You're on a mission. Hmm. My mission is to sell essential oils to all my friends. Is it? That's why you use that's why, on, that's why I'm so social media. Uh, so, yeah. So you, I'm kind of jumping to the end to, so that we can kind of go through it all yeah. at once. But you kind of wrapped it up by saying, by asking one nominal question, which yeah. was, uh, because I am a Christ follower, why do I blank? And right. can you explain a little bit about what you were trying to get us to yeah. think yeah. about? And I, I hope that worked. I hope that made sense to people, but I was essentially just saying, ask a question that is going to force you to think about the purpose behind what you're doing and not just doing it because it's there. Mm. So I was asking, ask the question, since I'm a Christ follower, why do I use Twitter? Since I'm a Christ follower, why am I watching this show on Netflix? Since I'm a Christ follower, you know, why am I on Instagram? Whatever, whatever it is. And sometimes the answers are going to be neutral. Sometimes the answers might be negative. Like, well, I don't think a follower of Jesus would be on this thing or do this thing or watch this thing. Um, but if we let it, this question can also let us say, actually, I want to use this because I want to use this to 
help spread the love of Jesus, or I want to yeah. use this to to share my faith story with others, or I want to use this to be an encouragement and a light bringer in this particular area, or whatever it is. Yeah, it, it gives some purpose behind it, which helps to shift some of our focus on why we're using it. And you, you made the distinction between in and into. So yes. like being in yes. the world and or versus being into the world. Can right. you explain a little bit more about what that meant? Yeah, I, I talked a little bit about my experience growing up in the, you know, evangelical church about being, I was always told that the phrase was in the world, not of the world. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the way I always understood that was that meant you don't hang out with non-Christians. You, you don't watch R-rated movies. You don't listen to bad music. Like you just kind of try to stay as unpolluted by the world as possible and then you get to die. Yeah. And then you can go to heaven and, and you don't have to worry about anything. You just do whatever you want in heaven. But on, in the world, everything is so dark out there. Just d- d- don't get too close. Don't touch yeah. it. Don't get, you know, don't let it influence you. That was what it meant for me in the world, not of the world. But what I realized and what I was trying to get across in the message was that, no, Jesus is actually not saying that we're in the world. He's saying we're sent into it. Mm. There's actual purpose behind it. We were, we're not just sitting around waiting to die. We're actually here to transform it. That's that was yeah. the whole point of the church being here. So I think that was the distinction I was trying to make. That was awesome. Thank you. Cause I, I grew up with, obviously it's, it's a scripture that they're, they're quoting in that way. So yeah. I grew up hearing the same thing yeah. in the world, not of the world. And it kind of made you feel like, well, since we got to be here anyway, <laughs> right. You know, the, yeah. it, it, it lacked the intentionality right. of, the, of the great commission itself to go into all the right. world right. and preach the gospel. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Since we got to be here, right. you know, just try to avoid the bad stuff. Yeah. And I did make the distinction that there is in the in that same passage, there is a call for us to be holy, to be set apart. Uh, we're not to resemble the darkness because we are not of the world. That's still mm. important, but it's not, we're just, we're not just being holy as like a little holy huddle. We are mm. holy so that we can transform and yeah. in Jesus name. So, yeah, I think that's an important distinction. And I mean, that goes way beyond just technology. That's, that's just the yeah. whole mindset, a yeah. whole worldview, but it does apply um, to technology, I think. Yeah. And I think what's interesting and why I'm really excited that we're even going here as a church is because I don't know that we've necessarily had this conversation to actually say, all right, there's all this change. I talked about being a millennial, like we're all the same age, an elder, millennial. an elder millennial. And, uh, yeah. Do you guys, do you guys agree with that, that title, that designation? You know? Yeah, of course. I have more gray hairs than I did a month ago. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to wear it with pride. Elder millennial. Elder millennial. Yeah. I looked at the person I was sitting next to and I just, she's probably what? 23. And I said, baby, respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> but my whole point was we grew up and when we were children, like record players and knobs on televisions to turn the channel. And, yeah. and I mean, I have you guys used the rotary phone? Did oh, you yeah. Ever, oh you, yeah. Grandma's okay. house. All right. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think so grandma was still renting her rotary phone. Oh my word. Like she, she was, was leasing paying. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, yeah, that's, we are. And yet now we're all used to technology. We all have smart Wait, is phones. Is the rotary phone where you're holding the horn <laughs> up to your ear? No, kind of. It did have, oh, a, yeah. it did have a rotary. Where you have to like those. wind it up and you're. Yeah. And then you're I like, hello, like, hello, <laughs> Pennsylvania 257. <laughs> a long curly cord. Some Wait, cords what are we talking others. about? The rotary phone. The rotary phone where, where you're, you're like, holding the horn no, up to your no, ear no, no, and no, no. you're speaking into a... It's a normal handset, thing? normal handset, but it's got the, the rotor where you just, you go like three and you oh, yeah, pull yeah, it all yeah, the yeah. way around. Yeah. And the cord, the cord was wrapped around itself about a bajillion times. Yeah. 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 
grandma. Yeah, those are the that. those are the good old days. Anyway, but but like now we're not even in middle age and we're all just completely conversant with all the all the gadgets. That's just part of well. Did you say yeah. that not all of us are completely <laughs> conversant? No. <laughs> what do you yeah, mean I can't wait. And this Pastor. I've been looking forward to this for no! months. <laughs> I thought about not coming. <laughs> Well, that's my next question is, uh, what, what is your personal relationship with the technology we're talking about, uh, as it relates to like social media, internet, yeah. constant access to whatever we want. What for you guys, what, it, what would you say your relationship with that is? That's a good question. I think for me, it probably falls into maybe two or three categories of like what it most what it is for me most of the time. First of all, it is, it is knowledge. I, yeah. I love the fact that I can look up anything right away and just like find, I've learned so much just by following rabbit trails on Wikipedia mm-hmm. and you know, literally, yes, literally <laughs> I have researched rabbits on Wikipedia. I'm sure. Oh man. But it, so it's that it's also, uh, social media is interesting because there were, there were times where I've posted things and was like, how many likes, how many likes just like keep mm. checking it as a sense of validation. I mean, I'd be lying if I said that wasn't a, a part of it, but I, I think in recent years, especially as I've become a pastor, I've thought more and more about, okay, what does it mean to be a pastor and to use this, these platforms to yeah. communicate with people? And I still don't know that I, I, I mentioned it at least in one of the messages about not knowing what to do about Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm still not sure what, I'm doing with Twitter, but other than just like ba- basic stuff, Twitter's yeah, a blast. I don't know what I'm doing with it. Yeah. Literally. What's it for? Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, and then I also just love, I love, uh, useful stuff, whether it's like a tool or whether it's mm. a digital thing. Like I love being a power user of Google maps. I love using, you know, all that yeah. stuff. So I love, those are the things that are most how do you, what is important. a power user of Google Maps? Just like, no, what does knowing that do for all you? the knowing all the little techniques like, that you can use to no. like add add waypoints and oh. and check out steps and knowing how to uh, save offline maps for when you're traveling to a place that doesn't have and then you know if you go through if you think you're gonna lose cell reception you can like cache all of the images before you go. Mary knows that's whack. Mary knows what I'm talking I can about. Spell cache. Yeah, it how? looks like cache. Cache. Yes. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Wow. That's my answer. What's what about yeah. you, Maren? Well, Maren, what how how would you <laughs> I am a YouTube watcher. Yeah. I am one of those spending hundreds of thousands of years watching. <laughs> what watching do you watch? YouTube. What like what how are you spending your time it on that? It has all but replaced like cable television in my life. Yeah. Because I love cooking shows. Mm. Any cooking show, all mm-hmm. cooking shows. And the ones that I used to like that are no longer on the air. Feed me. They are, they are immortalized forever on YouTube. So I can go back. I can watch old episodes of Jacques Is that what you're doing? Jacques Pepin. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. All of the cooking shows. Uh, I am a is YouTube it to watcher. learn or you're just like, you love, like Gordon Ramsay? Like, are you watching Guy Fieri? Um, no. Like, what, what are we doing? Are no. we just entertained it's or less we... than the entertainment stuff so i think back in the day when like that guy fieri show the driving around and eating food everywhere yeah there's an aspect of that that's entertaining but that's not so much what i use it for the other day i made a chicken cutlet on top of a bed of arugula with some freshly shaved parmesan and fried goat cheese and it blew my husband's mind 
and he has the Barefoot Contessa to thank for that. <laughs> so I, I watch to learn and get ideas because yeah. yeah, I yeah, I just love yeah. making stuff. So but, as a as a parent of teenagers who also have access to yes this stuff, um, how do you stay on top of or do you stay on top of what they're doing? Because I think a lot of people that are coming to these mm. services are like. Tell me how to take care of like what my kids are into, yeah. you know? And so how do you do it? What What are you doing? Or are you not doing anything? And they're just wild west. Like, what are we doing? We've tried all kinds of things. Um, we've talked to other parents even about what apps do you use to help kind of yeah. monitor what your kids are doing on their phone and setting time limits and putting all kinds of parameters on it. The older my kids get, the harder that becomes. Yeah. yeah. Do they have Finstas? Finsta accounts? Is that like a fake fake Instagram? Insta account? They have oh, one no. for you to oh, watch, no. <laughs> and then they have others for their friends to you actually would, engage with. You would have to ask them because <laughs> if they truly had a Finsta, how would I know? Exactly. Yeah. How would I know? Hmm. Yeah. Now. Oh my uh, goodness! This is ter- Some of this is terrifying. It really is, and I can't <clears throat> imagine what it'll be like when Milo is my kid's age. Right. Well, just at the rate at which everything yeah. just advances and explodes. So anyway, I, I can't say that like, oh yes, we are totally on top of things. I know that we try like every other parent out there tries. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's so much is just conversations with my kids. I remember there was something on the news that was disagreeable when my daughter was maybe second grade, third grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember quickly trying to turn the channel as I saw her approaching the living room. Yeah. It's like, oh, change the channel. And she said, I already heard it. And so that was an opportunity for a conversation. Can't wait for that sound clip. (laughs) (laughs) I already heard it. That's my girl. Uh, For a conversation, I, I, I started to realize at around second grade, third grade, that I can't just shelter them from the world. Right. Yeah. That I have to talk to them and prepare them to engage in the world and to rightly divide what is good and what is not good. Yeah. And if I just try to turn the channel all the time and, and keep them from it, I'm doing them a disservice, even right. at that age. Right. Even at that age. Yeah. I kind of think that uh, I clearly have not gone, I've not gone through any of that wrestling with kids, like just doing, kind of entering into that world. I've not gone through that phase of life yet but I kind of think that we have to like Barry you're saying we can't just run away from it and pretend like it doesn't exist like we have to we have to like be into it to a certain degree like yeah I've heard you say that about Twitter yeah like Mm -hmm. you've, you've said like I don't think we can just turn it off can't just turn it off and actually personally I feel I feel guilty when I'm not (laughs) <laughs> I feel guilty when I'm not on social media, but I, I what, what what I mean is like I get a lot of I get almost 100 percent of my news on Twitter. Yeah, almost 100 <clears throat> percent. Just like looking up hashtags, seeing what's trending, mm. uh, following news organizations, like, and so I feel like that is uh, that that's a position that I'm in that not everybody gets to like turn it off in the world. Do you follow? a varied like spectrum of news organizations. I do. So I, I know that one of the biggest like criticisms of 2019 version of 
culture in general. It's like we all retreat to our corners and mm. just follow people that share our opinions. Mm-hmm. Personally, I... I, I like following people that I disagree with mm-hmm. on a lot of things, just mostly because I like, I like getting agitated. It sounds weird, <laughs> but I, I, I like looking at Twitter and being like, ah! yeah. um, <laughs> but, um, there's a lot of people in the world who this news is impacting them directly and they don't get to, they don't get to turn it off. Mm, So I feel like I have a sense of responsibility to at least be aware Mm -hmm. of what's going on in the world. And so that's, that's, that's my primary use um, of it. But yeah. So Barry, you're carrying, you're carrying a camera around with you all the time now. So no, I'm not. It just was this weekend. I'm not all the time, and I am right now, but it's not all the time. Well, is it all rec- the time? Just it's recent, all the time. Recently, it's it's a hundred percent more than you were a month and a okay, half ago. Yeah, okay, true. so um, why why did you decide amidst all of this stuff that you've got going on in your life, like why yeah. did you decide you wanted to get more active online? Um, I also watch a lot of YouTube, and I watch a ton of like I watch permaculture people. I watch just regular gardening people. I watch woodworking people. I watch just all the things that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, science stuff. And man, I don't even know. There's a bunch. I have a bunch of channels um, that I watch. And what I realized though is as I've gotten to know Generation Z especially more and just kind of, I feel like by glimpsing a little bit of what they're experiencing, we get a, we get a, a glimpse at what's coming. Mm-hmm. And knowing that they are constantly having a feed on of even if they're not actually watching it, they've got something on in the background, YouTube. It's just like a part, it's the background wallpaper of their life. Now watching this countless, countless stream of YouTube, I realized like, okay. And I, and I've watched some of the stuff that they're watching and these quote unquote influencers are massively influential. And some of them are only influential because they are influential. Like it's, it's this weird circular thing where somehow they got noticed and now they're famous Mm -hmm. and what they say carries weight. And when they get into a spat with another influencer, it's like, everybody's paying attention. Uh, Olivia is um, a makeup artist. And so makeup is a big deal on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And so I hear secondhand about all of these major, like all the drama and that. So all that to say younger people and eventually all of us, and we're, we're all getting this constant stream of influence from our world. And I realized like, okay, if we are going to try to be a church that reaches culture where it's going, it reaches people where they are and where they're going, then we can't just expect that these always on, always connected young people, especially are going to come to a physical building, put their devices away and pay rapt attention for 30 minutes Mm. as their sole means of being influenced by their pastors. Right. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to start. And they're going to think we're super lame if we're not anywhere to be found online. Right. Right. So, so I decided, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to start trying to be a little more intentional on Instagram. I'm going to start being, uh, I'm going to start making YouTube videos. And my whole goal with them is I want to, I want to share some of my life, share what makes me, uh, what energizes me and what makes me passionate and excited. And it may not be interesting to anybody, but at the very least, I'll be out there among the voices that our young people or any age can connect with. Yeah. And so that's, that's why I'm doing it. And yeah, I, the thing is my production values, it's just me and I can't, it's not going to be great production. I think it's great. 
It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun and it's funny. Yeah. Like That's your, fun. Your camera shots and all your editing, I am delighted by well, it. Good. Yeah, I have drone. Delightful. That was that was my neighbor's drone they let me borrow, which was a lot of fun. Uh yeah, I mean I'm the thing is it's part of it's a hobby. I just enjoy it a lot. But I wouldn't be doing it if I wasn't a pastor. Yeah. There's an intentionality behind it. Because I'm like, yeah, I want and I realized thought I was thinking about this and I realized that this actually isn't a new thing for me because before I was a pastor, mm-hmm. I did World Next Door which was my nonprofit and I was traveling around doing what I called journalism. But really what I was doing is just sharing my story mm-hmm. of ex- being exposed to the world and what God was doing. Yeah. And I discovered just completely not on purpose. It just happened is that when I shared my story, it influenced other people because me being willing to take a risk and go and live in a slum somewhere mm-hmm. was just interesting enough that people would be willing to listen as I talked about what I experienced in the church and the, and you know, in poverty and all that. So I guess it's kind of a weird new way for me to do that same thing mm-hmm. of trying to share a little bit of my story, even if that story involves like chicken poop. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. About every six weeks, I, I try to talk myself into being super active on social media. Like <laughs> there's this big burst of Tyler. Yeah, it, I'm like laying somewhere and I'm like, I, I could do this. Yeah. <laughs> And so I start like downloading all the like photo editing apps and video editing stuff. And I get about 40 seconds into it. And I'm like, this is exhausting <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's probably not going to be good. So I'm out of here. Um, but <clears throat> there's, there's good stuff that comes from being connected, right? Yeah. Like social media is not in and of itself evil. Do we think that? I don't think it's it's evil in and of itself. Yeah. I think it, unfortunately, it is a very, is a is a platform that is prone to a lot of human brokenness to be expressed, yeah. but I don't think it by itself is necessi- necess- like necessarily necessary. Like we get to connect with anyone around the world. Right. Uh, I, I have in friends in all the places that I went with World Next Door that I can stay in touch with right. from Ukraine and Kenya. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. So but you're looking like, good like, news. Like any tool, it's all in how you use it. Yeah. Yeah. Good news. You can connect with anyone in the world through like text. Right. In an instant. Mm-hmm. Bad news. If you don't reply to my text within six hours, like you either died or you hate me. <laughs> yeah. Like we've gotten to that point. Yeah. Uh, and, and the studies are, <laughs> studies are continuing to come out. <laughs> studies are coming out that are just showing that like people are objectively less mentally healthy the more time they spend more isolated looking at other people's yeah, social lonely. media posts I yeah a good that news asked me once she's like because i'll i am that person i'll answer a text and then life happens and i don't get back to that text and then maybe that text <laughs> gets buried neath all the other texts and she thinks you hate her she said do you just throw your phone across the room yeah and leave it there for the rest of the day everybody's just constantly on edge <laughs> about response times yeah <laughs> Uh, so good news. We can get news as it's happening in the world. Like that is super amazing. Who would yeah. have thought even 20 years ago mm-hmm. that this would be possible? Bad news. Now everybody thinks we're an expert on anything. Yeah. And Barry no longer has to go to the library to learn about World War II planes. Right. Like now he can do this mm-hmm. at any point. Mm-hmm. But now Barry's an expert. Or in the worst scenario, we go to the doctor and the doctor's like, you have this. And we're like, nah, WebMD told me I don't. Or WebMD says I have these way weirder things than what you're saying. And the doctors 20 years ago were the experts. Now we are the experts, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
the good news, people can build business. I mean, Olivia's basically built a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just uh, on Instagram. Doing Instagram videos. Uh, I don't know if this is good or bad news. Like that Snapchat Snapchat filter with the spider crawling on people's face. Oh my word. Have you seen this? <laughs> oh no, I haven't word. seen it. Why? Uh, I put it on my, it's a, no, you just put the, you put it on your child? <laughs> it's just a filter. Those? It's just a filter. Oh my god. All right, goodness. so you put the face in there and, and the phone recognizes the face. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this big tarantula like Did it crawls him out? across the face. Yeah. He starts like hitting his face Stop. and he oh my there's, word. A, there's a spider on him. Parents are torturing Is that good news children? or bad news? That's kind of hilarious, but also <laughs> smash cut 25 years from <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. The day he uh, became yeah. a six. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as you're saying, like, it's also addicting. Yeah. Um, it's the first thing I do in the morning. Yeah. It's like my phone's right have two feet from my head. Have you heard of text neck syndrome? Where they have the yeah, little, have neck the little, the little yeah. bone spur that grows in people's no, yeah. what is this? Our, our necks aren't even shaped the way they used to be because, because we're all constantly head down. I think really? we're good because we're elder millennials, but I think the younger oh, people. Good. I could show you my x-ray right really? now. Really? It's not good. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Not all right. good, I thought it was only younger not, people no, while their we're bones safe. were still forming. No. Not all right. safe. So we're addicted to the point where every time our phone buzzes, like yeah. we think we're getting like a present. It feels like we're getting a present. Right, we get a dopamine like, spur in our brain. Yeah. Sometimes it's stress. I worked for a boss one time that had a rule that if he messaged or emailed, we had to answer within two minutes. Oh. And so sometimes it's this reactionary like, oh, gotta get to that email. You really need to not talk about me. That way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's right here. Um, no, I. that's, yeah, it is like a present. for Like you do get like a dopamine squirt, but it's also like the present might be spiders crawling over your face like yeah but it, it but could in be our stressful mind, something happens like it's like when amazon like when i order like screws on amazon <laughs> or something is that what you do or something like uh i don't know like a it metal happens. like a metal piece to something mm -hmm. yeah uh but you see that amazon truck pull up you're like yes oh uh, yeah it's just the <laughs> screws <laughs> <laughs> but you see it and something happens to you where you're like yeah get a package or a present uh and yeah, sometimes it's not good news and sometimes it, it's rarely good news actually, yeah, but it's rarely dopamine uh, for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, also bad news. Everybody's like a narcissist because of this culture. It's like moi, everybody, everybody. It's like, look at me and what I'm doing. Like we all assume everybody wants to see yes. what I'm sharing with my life. You know? Yeah. Not every, not literally everybody, Marin, yeah. but like. I follow a ton of people who all they do is post selfies. Right. Which is fine. But like 20 years ago, nobody had the chance to like share that much, right. which it's cool. But uh, well, Liv and I have talked about this because she's poked around and looked at numbers and of likes and stuff. And people who post selfies, the selfies get a thousand times more likes than yeah. anything else you're going to post. It's wild. And so she's like, should I be posting more selfies to grow my business? Mm. Yeah. She doesn't want to. She, But that's like what people like. Yeah. It's weird. And people are just like, yeah, I mean, you, you said it. it this weekend. You're like, OMG, gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't own any of this stuff, by the way. Like if, if Instagram went away tomorrow, do you know how many models would be on the streets? <laughs> <laughs> uh 
the we the, don't own any of the content that we're posting, right? Like these companies do, and so uh, that's bad news because if Facebook went away, we would have no control over all the photos through the last fifteen years that we've posted. Like we would have no yeah. control over where those go and mm. who gets them and whatever. Um, also, you brought it up like everybody's lonely. Mm. And a lot of it has to do with uh, we have um, missing out, like yeah, because everybody's a narcissist and everybody's like showing how great their life is. It's like, well, my life isn't that great, right? I just have a hard time with the word narcissist. Why? Because I don't think that. I mean, I'm I'm over exaggerating a little the, bit, but I don't think that's the motivation of most of the people who post their birthday party pictures online or whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's narcissism. I have. I've been like, of course you see the ones that are like super self-glorifying and I've never wanted to be that almost to like the opposite end. Yeah. You know, we're like, I'll post about my kids and maybe a few pictures of food, but that's about yeah. it. <laughs> right. Yeah. For a while. And when I was traveling, I, I mean, when I first started really getting into Instagram, like there was just beautiful, colorful, amazing things all over the place. And so I was doing what Instagram was originally kind of made for, which was sharing photography right. of cool stuff. And then I get home and there's like nothing to take pictures of. And so I just pretty much stopped for a while. Yeah. And then I, as I started becoming a pastor, I was like, I should probably get back into this. So I started posting a little bit more of like what I was up to, but I'm like, I don't care about breakfast. I'm not going to post my <laughs> breakfast like ever. I would appreciate pictures of your breakfast. I know. And yeah, that's the problem Marin's, right here. <laughs> because she's a Christ follower, she follows and watches food. <laughs> to bless others. Yeah. There you go. Well, hey, and you do. You cook and you yeah. Um, I kind of uh, Barry, you and this, this was convicting for me. You were, you even started this conversation by saying we, we kind of think that, you know, we should just ditch it and move on and become Amish. Like yeah. I'm, I'm like the opposite mm -hmm. to my detriment of the, of that pendulum. I'm like, give me everything and I'll filter it. Mm. Uh, to the point of like a couple years ago, I, I was confronted by somebody and they said, you're watching this TV show. Is your wife okay with this? And I was like, what? Yeah, we watched it together. And they're like, you need to go ask her. Because I, if you're basically because you're a Christ follower, why mm -hmm. are you doing this? And I had no good answer. I was just like, mm -hmm. because I like the show or whatever. And I do that all the time. I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. I'll do that. Yeah. And um, it was convicting that like there's probably zero filter for for me. And I've justified it by saying, well, it's my it's my job. I got to be aware of like everything yeah. that's going on and yeah. uh, what what people are doing and how they're using it and all that stuff. Um, but it is, I don't have a good answer for anything I'm doing online as to like, because I'm a Christ follower, why do I? And so I wonder, I wonder how other people are responding to that, yeah. that challenge. Um, did you talk to your kids at all, Marin, about this? Like what were they there? Were they at church? They were. What did they have to say? I saw them. We did not get to follow up after that because we had a farm warming uh, party to get to. That's right. <laughs> but yeah. I watched every high schooler sitting across the room from me yeah. have like a, a physical reaction when you said TikTok. Oh, yeah. 
Way to be relevant, Pastor. Yeah. Yep. Gotta gotta make those references. They're like, oh yeah, you know TikTok. <laughs> or was it like I almost was, this guy? I was about to mention some of the YouTube like influencers out there. And if I yeah. had mentioned Emma Chamberlain, they would have all been like, What? He knows who Emma Chamberlain is. <laughs> but yeah, I threw that in there. I threw TikTok in there for them. We have yeah, my my daughter has mentioned memes and she knows you're into memes and sometimes she'll say like oh, just tell Barry he'll know what I'm talking about because I don't know what she's talking about just tell Barry he'll know yeah no I mean the should we all just abandon technology I think through my years of parenting I can't tell you how many times I have fantasized about smashing the smartphones smashing yeah. my phone smashing my kids phones just like really I'm done with it let's just go back to like Nokia yeah. With like a green screen. Snake? <laughs> I played a lot of snake. Yeah, yeah. And every time I come to that feeling, I, I come back to this, how do I prepare them to engage and be in the world, into yeah. the world? If I smash their phones, I'm not teaching them to handle their phones. I'm not, yeah, it, it's incredibly tricky incredibly difficult but I feel like if we were to just shut off all the lights and be Amish I don't know why we keep saying Amish but if, if yeah, we I, were to do that I'm not preparing my kids to be young adults I'm not preparing them for college my kids had iPads like issued to them mm -hmm. second grade yeah this is the only life they know my daughter is in a coding class right now sweet this is all they know. Yeah. They, most of their homework is online. They, they have hardly any textbooks. I anymore. would have been in big trouble if that's the way it was when I was there. Well, yeah. and all of their grades are in the palm of yeah. my hand on my cell phone. Yeah. Like I said, I would have been in big <laughs> yeah. trouble. Yeah. So well, this is, this I, is the way we do life. Yeah. And so. So what are we going to do about it? Exactly. Well, and here's what's so tricky about it. So I, what this one makes me think of is I went to Moody Bible Institute, which was a very conservative, uh, school. believe God. <laughs> yeah. It was every morning. That's, that's how they woke <laughs> us up. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, the school had some very strict rules about everything, alcohol, movies, couldn't really even watch movies on campus. Like it was very strict stuff. And I always, I always got frustrated because I thought there were a lot of students coming into that who had come from very strict home life upbringings mm -hmm. where they also weren't allowed to have any of that kind of stuff. So what was happening is people were graduating from college having yeah. never been exposed to any of that stuff, mm -hmm. anything. And I did see some of my friends that just dove right off a cliff, oh, yeah. like right into alcoholism, like right into whatever, because they had never been taught yeah. how to have things responsibly. Right. Mm -hmm. But the thing that's tricky is with it, when it comes to drugs and alcohol, like there are laws about that kind of stuff. And yeah. so sure. Some people have to learn the hard way about alcohol in high school by going to parties when they shouldn't, but that's still like against the rules when you've got elementary school kids who are being given unlimited access to technology mm -hmm. or, you know, middle school kids who have Instagram and social media, like that's when it gets, I don't know. That's a very different thing. You know, how do you teach someone how to be responsible with something so powerful mm. when they're still forming their brains? Yeah. <clears throat> that's what, that's what's so fast. I mean, so challenging to, about this for me. Very yeah. much. Yeah. For every parent, I think in this day and age, that's very, very challenging. And I think that's part of why I think the next four principles are really going to help. I hope help parents because they get into some very practical, uh, even just your identity is in Christ, not in likes. Mm -hmm. 
it, it's a way of framing who you are. Who am I? Um, garbage in, garbage out. That's one of the principles. And I'm going to talk about like, we need to think long and hard about who we're letting influence us mm -hmm. because we may think it's all harmless, but our brains, we are being shaped around the things that we're letting influence us and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm hoping these principles are going to actually really apply to people. Um, yeah. I, I have a friend who, uh, in, in Christian circles is, is famous. Okay. So he has a social media presence. He's writing a social media book about being, having a lot public life. And if, and he thinks that this is hard, right? So like yeah. he has battled throughout his, uh, his meteoric rise. Yeah. His meteoric <laughs> rise with chasing likes yeah. and, um, finding all of his identity in what people do or not, do not say how they're reacting. Yeah. How, uh, like, like he talks to me about it and he and I have been friends for 20 years and, um, to the point of like, we've got to, we've got to talk about like therapy and, mm. um, he's been open about it. He's been open about it on this show, on mm -hmm. this show. So, mm -hmm. um, if we think that it's hard, yet we're being influenced by people like him, they also think it's hard right. because of what we're doing to them, right? Yeah. It's it's wild, man. Mm. I loved the suggestions you had toward the end of your sermon about how to, um, you didn't use the word redeem, but something like that. How can we take these platforms, social media, whatever it is, yeah, and how can we be radical in our approach to the ways we use it and why we use it. Yeah. And again, I'm watching our teenagers have visual, physical reactions to the things that you said about mm -hmm. what if we used Instagram, you know, to, you know, you didn't say promote, what's the word? What if we used Instagram to like talk about how much we appreciate somebody else? Right. You know, use your, use your platform yes, to lift to up lift someone up else. Somebody someone else. else. Yeah. That is awesome. That's yeah. great. Or, or then you took it a step further and said, what if we um, approached it prayerfully and said, Lord, show me who I can pray for today and how I can pray for them. Yeah. And then tell them <laughs> yeah. you're praying for them. Yeah. That's a, my dad posts um, about my mom all the time. And mm -hmm. um, William Mandera, I saw him today and he's like, your dad, staff hero, does, staff hero, William Mandera. He said, your dad does such a good job of like keeping us all informed with how your mom's doing. And, uh, prayers are the best part of Facebook. That's what my dad ends every little tagline with prayers are the best part of Facebook. Um, and yeah, that's certainly a way that we can use that. I've seen people ask for prayer on Facebook. I've seen people, uh, inbox me mm. and tell me that they're praying. And I can't tell you how encouraging that is when, that's happened a handful of times over the Did last couple of years. Did you say inbox me? Inbox me? Do people say that? No. Inbox it's message? Okay. DM. DM? Is that the thing? Direct message. Oh, well, it's my inbox. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Told you I thought about not coming. I know this series is going to be real <laughs> well, tough. I, uh, last week I said I'm going to do something and we're I'm about ready. to do it. No. Uh, I want to know in this room, how are we spending our time? <laughs> Uh, and so I said, I wanted to take a look at screen time. We all have iPhones and they have yeah. this, this tool in the uh, settings app that tells us how much we are averaging per day on our, on our phones 
and where we're spending our time on these phones. Yeah. So I'm going to, I know I'm going to have to heavily edit this because Marin's looking for things. But no, I think I found it. Got Did it. I okay, get got there? It. Are we looking yeah. for this week or last week? I'm looking for last week. Last week. All yeah. right. Okay. So. Well, now I'm going to have to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barry, help. Okay. <laughs> yep. Thanks. Buddy. You're welcome. All right. So first thing I want to know, I want to go around the circle. Yeah. And wait, what are we saying is good? Like the least amount of time or if the most? The least amount. Well, of it depends on whether you're whether you've redeemed that time or whether you're just using it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. It's more just interesting. Okay. Okay. Wait. Time out. Can we? I just need. I need an explanation of something. Uh huh. Okay. Do you see how many things I have open? Yeah. On my phone. Yeah. Is that just like running forever? They're like, so they're, they're like paused. No, this it doesn't count. A, this okay. isn't a tech it's, support. It's only, <laughs> it's only what, what you are, what you have open right in front of you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're, we're trying, this is not a competition, but in our minds and the po- friends of the pod will be like, all right, Marin's the best. No. Or something. Clearly not. Um, all right, so last week's average of screen time, Barry, what is yours? Last week, last week's average, three hours, two minutes. Dang. But as I look into it, I realize that for some reason on Friday, what was I doing on Friday? Why did I spend three hours with Google Maps running? See, and that's that's why this is weird. Cause uh, like- yeah. We went downtown. Oh, yeah. I spent all day in the car going to a meeting downtown with Tyler. Yeah. I remember now. <laughs> So that would have taken my average up a little bit. But yeah, it was so three to- hours. Three hours, two minutes. Marin. Okay. Last week's average, it says, it says five hours and 30 minutes. Whoa! <laughs> but it also says that the Roku, like, was 12 hours and 55 minutes of that. <laughs> Wait, so, what? So, like, my dog ate my remote control. Okay, so the kids, everyone, like we're using our cell phones as like the thing that sits on the couch and just oh, is so the remote control. So you're that. using your phone as a remote. Yes. So I don't know how much of that. Let me see. Because the the screen doesn't darken when you have the right. That remote counts. Thing that, that counts towards counts. your time. Yeah. All right, Roku, you've got 13 hours. Out of a total screen time of what? Uh, 38. Yeah. So it just almost sits half. On. Almost half of your time was just Roku. So your total screen time was 25 hours minus the, if you just subtract the Roku. Okay. All right. So mine total was 21 hours. Facebook Uh for Marin. Eight and a half hours. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, I had, I had six and a half hours of YouTube last week. Uh, Marin's YouTube an hour and 54 minutes. Because wow. it's on my TV, not my phone. Uh, oh, it's on the Roku. Cheater. Right. The yeah. Roku. <laughs> uh, texting, three and a half hours. How do you spend that long texting? Do you think a lot as you're writing or? I don't know. <laughs> Instagram, 44 minutes. Look at me go. All of last week. All right. That's impressive. Uh, Barry, what are your uh, top four apps that you're spending your time in? YouTube, six and a half hours. Google Maps, three hours. Camera, two hours. <laughs> Camera? Yeah, I've got to film those YouTubes. I don't know. I don't know what it was for. Uh, Twitter, hour and a half, and Instagram, hour and 10 minutes. All right. Last week's average for me, five and a half hours. All right. Five hours and 12 minutes. 
Instagram, five and a half hours. Whoa. Whoa. Do you do the endless scrolling? Do you just like oh, yeah. go to recommended? And oh, just yeah. like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nonstop scrolling. All right. Twitter, four hours. So that's nine and a half hours of me just like on social media. Wow. And by the way, I'm not posting anything. <laughs> You're just consuming just, yeah, like, a, consuming. like a black Important hole. To note. Uh, three and a half hours of texting, two and a half hours of Reddit, and two hours of fantasy basketball. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are we trying to, like, what's healthy? What's a good healthy average of time spent on the phone? Or on your devices. Man, I Doesn't don't... Doesn't it depend on what your you're job? Doing? Doesn't it depend on what you do? Yeah. Yeah, all right. So, the top five apps, I could maybe talk that... I could maybe say that texting has something to do with my job. For sure. But, no. Tw- Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, fantasy basketball, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much... I mean, am I... What, if I were to set a goal... Like, I don't have an answer to... Because I'm a Christian, why do I... Why am I on... Instagram for five and a half hours if I'm not posting anything. Right. Yeah. But that's a good thing to ask yourself. It's a good thing to think about. Uh, Yeah. So I'm editing all that out. I'm not, no, I'm ashamed. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got to keep it. What about pickups? Are we looking at those two? All right. Pickups. So what are we, what, what does a pickup mean, Barry? I believe it means anytime you pick up your phone to do something with it. And the screen comes on. Yeah. 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 Uh, How many, what was your average last week? Mine was 79. 68. Ooh. 133. <laughs> what would you do it most for? Messages. Mine was messages. Texting. Yeah. yeah. How many messages? 184 pickups. 52 pickups for messages. Uh, Who's texting me? Eight. Wow. Man. All right. Ooh, Roku. 16 times. <laughs> <laughs> but it accounts for 12 hours of use, but I picked it up 16 times. Yeah. All right. We got to get it together. What about notifications? What do you, how many notifications have you gotten uh, at the bottom last week? I got 377 texts. My uh, average was 102. What was your average? My average was 142. 92. But that was 42 notifications average per day. Yeah, 92 wow. average per day. But that was up 95% from the week before. What? <laughs> Crazy. All right, we're going to do this every week. So, Barry, you were, <laughs> no. what? You were three hours. Three hours. You were, Maren, you were half. five and a half. <laughs> uh, I'm not I, using my phone for the Roku this week. <laughs> Jed, we're using, your, we're using your Roku. <laughs> Jed, we're using the Roku for you. Uh, I was five hours. So, let's see what we can do next week. Let's see All if right. we go up or down. All right. Whoever has the least, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, it's a new iPhone? No. Yeah. Get, <laughs> all right. Um, I'm just going to have my Bible app open just like nonstop. <laughs> all right. Uh, where we go to next, Barry? What are we doing? So dad's preaching this next weekend. Uh, he, What was this? I don't know. Technology. Notification, man. Dad's preaching next weekend, and the topic is all about identity. This is the weekend about um, your identity is in Christ, not in likes. So yeah. It will be, I think it'll be good. Cool. All right. So Dave will be here. Yep. Should be good. Looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, have a great week. Stay off your devices. <laughs> well, that's unless you're using saying. it for, <laughs> yeah. for the kingdom. School. Yeah. Work. Kingdom. Right. Life. The we'll kingdom. Ch- we'll check back Food. in next week. But uh, between now and then, Marin, we please 
Send us out. I sure will. Do justly love mercy and walk humbly with your God. And we'll see you on the other side of Sunday. <laughs>